1: Hi I'm Annie and welcome to this week's episode of the ASOS podcast My Big Idea. Today we're going to be chatting to Venetia Archer about her app Ruby. If you need an emergency money before a night out or maybe a spray tan before your holiday, Ruby is a beauty concierge app that lets you book your last minute appointments at London's best spas and salons. So here's Venetia's big idea. Hi, Venetia, how are you? Hi, very well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Um, welcome to ASOS and welcome to our lovely canteen. Thanks, it's great to be here. So, um, we're going to chat a bit about your app. So, can you, for anyone who hasn't heard of it, can you explain what it does and when you launched? Yes, absolutely. So,
0: Ruby is a uh, beauty bookings app and concierge service, um, and we launched in London six months ago. So what we do is uh, we offer users, um, app users, the ability to make bookings at salons, spas and um, with at-home beauty therapists across London.
1: Okay, so why, so I suppose an app, why did you choose to do like a beauty app? Why beauty?
0: Well, so I always use sort of every app under the sun, whether it's Uber or Y-Plan or Top Table. Um, I hated picking up the phone. I always need to get my hair, my my hair and nails done. I was always so disorganized and last minute. So I was like, I need something on the go that I can use to kind of book things on the you know book book things for you know the next hour or next two hours. Yeah, um, and I just thought. It was, you know, so many of us use apps and we want to make these last minute decisions. So I thought it made sense to launch with an app rather than with a website.
1: Okay, so it's kind of that like on the go, people are sort of always on the move and they want something that they can just literally do like last minute.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And sometimes, you know, I find I'm always running around London. Like today I came to your offices. I've never been here before. I actually need a manicure. Um, and Have you so booked was, one? Have
1: you booked a mani? Yeah, I've booked a manicure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did it as I was waiting downstairs. So i booked a manicure. for... Um, for later today, but but it's it's that sort of um, discovery tool, like when you're in new areas and you you know you've got time to kill. Um, we're all so busy that we need to find uh, that we need to to put our beauty into our day rather than arrange our whole day around it. So I thought it, it helped.
1: Yeah, and were there kind of other similar apps out there for beauty? Like, was is that a thing that people should think about when they're going to be launching something or should they not be scared if there's something kind of similar because you can still make a go of it as sort of your own business model?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think... So I think you've always got to look at the competition and you don't want to join a saturated market. Uh, but, at the same time, if you really understand the business and understand your usp then then you can try and create something a little bit different. Um, for us, beauty apps did exist, but there was nothing that really curated salons and spa okay. listings so we like we care. We trial and test every salon and every beauty therapist that's on. Which cool, is so.
1: Do you go to each one and like test it out and make sure that it's verified and that you want to put it on the app? So it's kind of that curation.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. So it's a, like such a perk. We get our nails done, which is fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but it's you
0: know we're we we're, we're all girls at the moment, um, and we all you know we all care, we all love it, we all you know analyze the latest SE polishes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, it's, it's, it's fun and, and, and we, we know that girls work on personal recommendations and we're kind of doing that, but within an app.
1: Yeah, so it's like your pocket purse, like beauty gauntlet as it is in, yes. in a an nutshell. Um, and what did you do before this? So, what was your background before you kind of decided to set this up?
0: Um, so, it's always a really difficult question to answer because it's so random, well, c- compared to what I'm doing now. so. I was born and raised in Australia, and then okay. moved here when I was twelve. Went to school in in the UK, um, and then I started out my career uh, doing uh, political risk analysis. And so I used to focus on Somali piracy.
1: Um, right. Okay. Yep. So good. <laughs> That's slightly
0: different. <laughs> so different. No. So you know. So, so it's very difficult to find a bridge. But you know that was always you know what I was interested in professionally, and I think. You know, I saw an opportunity being, you know, a woman in, in London. I use all of these different apps. I used to get my nails done. And, you know, I guess I sort of saw myself as the target consumer and just thought, oh, well, you know, let's see,
1: let's see, see how this goes. <laughs> so how did you make that jump from doing like a, a job that's so different and then making, I mean, for girls who just want to make a leap and, and do their own thing. But how did you suddenly decide that you were like, right, OK, I'm going to go for it and I'm going to set it up?
0: I mean, I think I just really believed in the, uh, the idea and the opportunity and I thought it would be really fun. I thought it would be great. I thought it would be exciting and I just had the confidence at that point in my life to do it. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe it's slightly naive, but you know, I just sort of, I always think, and someone said this to me once and it sounds kind of cheesy, but um, you know, once you jump, the net will appear. That's like, <laughs> so cheesy, but true. And I believe it. I believe in it. So, so that's kind of what I did.
1: So did you have any kind of like um, tech background at all? Because obviously, so yeah, girls who want to start something, but they're just not yeah. tech savvy at all. But they have a really great idea for an app. Did you have any sort of experience in tech? or?
0: So never um, professional experience. I mean, I'd done a lot of analysis on tech companies okay. for my old, for yeah. my old role. Uh, but I think I just did as much research as I could. I spoke to everyone and anyone I could. And I built up a network of trusted advisors around me who had experience in that space. Who, and I just made them sort of teach me everything they knew. Um, and, and just took guidance, you know, on my decisions. Um, but really, I think, like, the one thing that I've learned is that you have to own, you know, you have to own all spaces. Like as, you know, a CEO, you have to learn everything you can about tech about finance, everything. So um, so while I didn't know anything to begin with, now, you know, I sort of hope that I know something.
1: So apart from um, sort of the tech side, did you do sort of any market research or kind of about the sort of beauty sphere and how did you kind of do all of that prepped before you launched? Oh, definitely. So, I mean, so I pulled a
0: bunch of different reports on the space the market um, beauty services in the UK um, and then I did you know I put a bunch of questionnaires together so which I sent out just to my network and got my network to send on to their network so got you know some specific sort of answers back um, and then spoke to everyone personally that I could so I did these interviews myself uh, yeah. and Do you it think was that's
1: really important sort of Get going out there and speaking to the people that you know and the sort of, because you're the sort of consumer that's going to be using it, so
0: Well, 100%. So I, w- I sort of had this initial presumption that um, you know, that, that okay, well I want this, so everyone probably wants yeah. this yeah. and then anyway, so it's, you know, very very, very quickly I realised that wasn't the case um, you know, get you get this feedback and then you know, it's interesting, people want different things, so then you've got to kind of, you know analyse that and figure out, okay, what's the best You know, how do we approach this? And one example was, so I never, so I don't do at-home beauty or I didn't before. Okay, yeah. So
1: where you get somebody sort of to come to your house and give you a manicure or like rather than going to the salon. Yes, exactly. So I never did that. And
0: I didn't really think about including it until everyone said, well, what about, you know, what about the at-home, you know, beauty therapist thing? And now it's um, like, it's the most popular thing on the app. So thank God. So that, came, so that all came
1: from the research and talking yes. to people and getting out there. And, yeah. So that was a good thing. Then. That was a good
0: thing. That was a good thing. So yes, do your market research for sure.
1: And in terms of the tech stuff, how is it different? So like launching an app, there's you have to do a lot of testing, I suppose. It's very different to launching something else in terms of, like, the, t- the tech industry. It's got to go through different processes, I suppose, than something else that you would be launching.
0: Yes, 100%, 100%. And we have to do uh, alpha-beta testing, so we place things differently on the app and okay. see how people <laughs> respond to that. Um, you know, I mean, then, then then there's all the... the the. I mean, so we've got the iOS app, the Android app, and then our whole operating system behind that. And one thing that I've learned is that... that literally a, like a thousand things go wrong
1: all the time and right, so you've got okay. to be so 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 reactive and you've literally got to be there and ready to fix it
0: yes and have people that you trust to fix it because you know it's like it's like when the like the internet always breaks your house and you don't know why because nothing's changed that happens on the app too
1: yeah so you've got to be ready yes but um. hopefully
0: no one notices because we do react very okay. quickly
1: of course <laughs> and for girls who are interested in tech but just haven't got any experience, are there any really good um, websites or books or anything that you could recommend that are really good to sort of get your first sort of learning about tech?
0: Yeah, yes. Okay, so I uh, so I think it's great to read other stories of other entrepreneurs. Um, uh, so um, Sahara Hashemi, who founded um, Coffee Republic. I mean, it's okay. not in tech, but, you know, I read her yeah. book and was very inspired by that. Um, then there's the Lean Startup which teaches you, you know, and basically the principles there is, you know, spend as little money as you can and, you know, um, you know reap the, the greatest rewards in your early days. I mean, that's a really fantastic, you know, when you're starting out because it's very easy to sort of throw money and, and just be yeah, at the problem. Um,
1: so that, and then, and then uh, so are there any courses or anything um, in at- London that... Yes, so I have found um, Virgin Startup to be really helpful. Okay, yeah. So that can you explain a bit about that and how you applied for it? Because that's Richard Brunson's scheme for startups. Isn't yes, it? exactly. So they have backed my business,
0: which was fantastic. And they offer, I mean, so they offer um, both loans for businesses and then also mentoring. Uh, so they connect you with one mentor who sort of has some connection to your business okay. somehow. So they, you know, help coach you. Uh, and then they offer, you know, their own courses, talks, etc., and opportunities. I mean, they sort of email me occasionally and ask me, you know, to go and speak somewhere or write something, which has just been really great, you know, from for our own exposure too.
1: And is that something that you can just find out about online or how do you apply for that? Is
0: um, yeah, you can just apply online. It's very, very easy. And they've got a really good support network of people who sort of get back to you and, and sort of guide you along yeah, the so process. Yeah, so as
1: well as sort of investment, it's mentoring and giving advice as well.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And it's, I mean, I think it's so important
0: to speak to so many people and get as much advice as you can in those early days because, you know, it's a
1: whole steep learning curve. So was that quite early on in your, that you got that um, sort of investment or was it a bit sort of further down the journey? No. So that was, that was initially,
0: that was very early days. Uh, And then we've subsequently raised more money uh, through, through angels. Um, Okay.
1: So angel investors.
0: Angel investors. Yes, exactly. So, um, which is all, you know, again, sort of the next sort of. Hurdle. I mean, it's exhausting. as all you know in the tech business. You always have to raise money, and it's it's exhausting. But you know, obviously, obviously a good thing
1: to do. <laughs> and um, what about so girls who have a great idea for an app? I know me and my friends always like, oh, I've got this great idea for this app. I think it could be amazing. Um, how important is it to sort of think about it, how it's going to be different from other people, and how it's going to work as a business? So, did you think was that? did you come up with a business plan right from the start and be like, right, this is how we're going to turn into a business model?
0: Yes, definitely. And, you know, with tech companies, they tend to require quite a lot of investment because, you know, tech overheads can be high unless, you know, you're doing it with friends who are in tech. Uh, And so it's really important to to identify how your model is scalable um, and can generate income ideally relatively relatively quickly, but also in a way that, that does scale. We... You, you know, we harness the sharing economy. So, kind of like your top table, or like Uber. Um, okay. So how, how, how does that work? So basically, we, you know, we work with a bunch of different providers. So those are our salons. Okay. Um, and we share their spare appointments okay. um, yep. with our okay. with our own clients. So it's sort of promoting them to a wider network of people, and taking a commission on top of that. I
1: get it. I get it. <laughs> and. Um, how important with an app is the name so where did the name come from and do you think that that is like a really key thing when you're thinking of your app idea
0: oh I think a name is really hard so Ruby for me I mean because Ruby is a beauty concierge and I always thought you know it's all about personal recommendations I thought well Ruby she's the girl you go to ask for advice on you know where to go for your nails etc it's sort of you know, your advisory in in your pocket. So that's kind of the feeling behind that name. So it's kind of
1: like a person, or it's like making it into almost a person in your pocket.
0: Yes, exactly. I mean, I, I don't know about names. I, I think you know, if it's a great business and people like your product, then the name doesn't necessarily matter. I mean, I always think to Skype. You know, what does that mean? But it yeah. works. Um, but I think if it's your product and your brand, then and and you like it, then go for it.
1: Amazing and. Did you have any sort of setbacks or anything along the way that didn't go quite so right but actually you learned a really valuable lesson from it that other people could also sort of learn from?
0: Yes. I mean, like so so many every day is a, is kind of another lesson in a way, but I think the main thing that I've learned is the value of great people.
1: Uh, do you have a, how many people do you work with? So we are currently three
0: and almost four okay um and you know i the people who i work with are absolutely fantastic you know i trust them implicitly uh and you know they're all very very bright very hardworking, and really you know own the brand you know with sort of it's our it's our company and that's been wonderful and you know i think that's so important if you don't if you feel like someone's not right then don't work with them it's really 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 important because you know to working with great people makes you know every day like wonderful
1: And I suppose just to sort of sum up with all your tips, if you had sort of three takeout tips for somebody starting up on their own that are your kind of like lessons that you've learned or best bits of advice, what would they be? So number one, ask everybody
0: their advice. Speak to anyone you can. Email, you know, people, you know, email People out of the blue, look at companies that you like and email the CEO. Be, you know, ask, ask, ask. Okay. Because, you know, because people reply, people are a lot nicer than you think. Okay, don't be scared. Then. Yeah, don't yeah. be scared. Don't be scared at all. Um, my second piece of advice would be know your business. Like you were talking about the mar- um the market research. It's really yeah. really important to get un- you know to get completely underneath it because you're gonna have to defend your idea all the time. Uh, and if you don't know it, then then you know you'll find yourself in sticky situations. Know your stuff. Yes, know your <laughs> stuff. Um, and number three is, in, like enjoy it. You know I I think there's so much opportunity for us if you know if you are starting your own business to really make it um and create something that's fun to do and something that you know that mm. yeah
1: you're your own you're <laughs> your own boss so you gotta you gotta get yourself up in the morning and sort of give yourself incentive and go to work so enjoy yes if you've done if you've done if you've gone out and started something
0: or you may as well you know make it in a you know a great image or of a great company that you want to work in like I look here in this ASOS office it's cool you've got a you know, a bar, a kitchen, like everyone's hanging out. I love that. <laughs> a bar. I'm like,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Amazing. Great. Thank you so much for uh, coming to chat to No, us. thank you so much for having me. Thank you. That was Venetia's Big Idea. Tune in next week to hear how other inspirational women are making their big ideas happen. And remember to subscribe on Acast, iTunes, or your favorite podcast app. Bye.